0: Hi everyone, thank you for joining the Codependent Perfectionist podcast today. This is Alana Carvalho, and I'm so happy to have you here listening to the podcast. just want to start off by apologizing for the delay in getting this this next podcast out, but I've been really focusing hard on making sure um, the book and my card deck that's coming out is as best as it can be and so I've just really been focusing on that so thank you for your patience and I'm really looking forward to getting both of those projects to all of you Um, and they should be out in the next couple of months so it's really exciting and I'll keep you posted on that and um, you can get status updates on that through my Instagram and through my website so um, I'll give you the both of those um, both of that information at the end of the podcast So I got a really wonderful question that has to do with the recovery process for codependency and perfectionism. Um, And I'll primarily talk about codependency, but I'll also touch a little bit on perfectionism too. But um, I think it's really important for us to actually talk about what the recovery process looks like, because there's a lot of misconceptions about what it means to actually work on some of this stuff and... How, how it really looks and presents. And so I'd like to give some clarity to that. And um, if we think about it in terms of the stages of change, it's very similar in the sense that the first stage of change is pre contemplation. And that's really the stage where we're all just kind of going about our business and living our life without considering. Um, changing, so at that point we're just we 're living within our patterns and maybe with little to no awareness of what is actually going on for us, maybe feeling some discomfort or maybe so knowing something doesn 't feel right, but not yet ready to look at it or actually make any movement on it and Once we begin to maybe go to therapy or listen to podcasts or start reading self help books or whatever that's when we tend to move from pre-contemplation into the contemplation stage when we start really kind of thinking about things and thinking about what all of this means for us and how we would implement it in our life and what I like to say about this stage is that this is really the like observer phase where your goal is just to observe yourself and become really familiar with what is going on for you, like what activates you, what triggers you, what do you see yourself saying to people, how do you respond when someone asks you a question that makes you feel uncomfortable, what what's what comes up for you emotionally, can you see yourself saying yes when you mean no, or doing something that you actually don't want to do, and this is a really, really important stage because... Without awareness, we actually can't make any change or make any progress on this. So I really want you to think about this as kind of like the most important part of the process. Although, of course, eventually you have to move out of this phase to, to really support yourself. But this is the most um, fundamental in terms of setting the foundation for the change that is to come what i want people to be um, cautious of is moving too quickly through the phase and trying to just move towards action Um, and for those of us who are perfectionists we can often use this time to really criticize ourselves or um, you know we think that observing means being um, harsh about what we're doing so you know when we're observing we're going to see things that we might not like about ourselves or we're like oh man why did i do that but we have to be careful about not using that information to then you know berate ourselves or attack ourselves we just want to see it just as information okay so try to be really compassionate and kind during this time when you're watching yourself um, for those of you who are perfectionists, you might want to see, um, you know, how, how your inner critic kind of speaks to you and observe what goes on for you internally when, um, you know, you're doing different things. So those of us who are perfectionists tend to have pretty strong inner critics who give us some really harsh feedback. So even just be an observer of that piece of it and it's really wonderful if you can journal on some of this stuff or and write it down if you're working with a therapist like really being mindful about it bringing it back to the therapist is is really helpful. And then after you kind of start doing some of this observing work, you're going to move towards making some plans to actually put what you want to change into action. So this is where we start kind of looking at what we did that didn't feel like it was in alignment with who we really are and what didn't feel right. And when we said something that actually wasn't true or whatever it was that came up for you, this is where you're going to start looking at, like, how would I want to change that? And what would I want to do about that? And then once you move through that planning stage of it, you're going to move towards putting it into action and actually um, working on your perfectionism and your codependency and so like what that what that might look like and you of course you want to start with some smaller things if you can before you build up to kind of the larger stuff that's a little bit more emotionally charged but what you want to start doing here is some of minor stuff so if it's saying no to something that you would normally say yes to and something that's not you know tremendously big but something that you know maybe it might feel difficult to say no to or it might be something along the lines if you're a perfectionist maybe it's um, putting a boundary in at work like you're gonna leave work at five o'clock every day and not stay late and so The really important piece about this phase of the work is that when you start putting change into action, it generally doesn't feel good. And I really want you to understand that because some people really have um, unrealistic expectations that once they start working on this, all of a sudden their emotions and their actions are going to be in alignment. And that's not generally the case. What's probably going to happen is that you're going to start making changes to support a more um, authentic way of living. And it's not going to feel good because it goes against the patterns that you've been living in for a really long time. And so it's more likely that it wouldn't feel good than it would. So don't worry about the fact that your emotions won't be in the same place as your behavior. They will eventually catch up, but it might take a good amount of time. So allow that process to kind of unfold and let it be uncomfortable, let it not feel great and then and just knowing that eventually you will get to a different place with it. And you know, during this time, you should also be aware that the people around you are are probably going to have a hard time with you changing. And it's not necessarily malicious, and we've talked about that some relationships can really withstand the changes and some can't. But you won't really probably be able to tell that until you give it some time. Because pretty much everyone at the beginning might have a tough time with you being different with them. And that's just because we don't like change. It's not because, don't assume that everyone's not supporting you. It's more that it's uncomfortable for all of us as humans to go against what's this, whatever is our status quo. So know that you're doing something that might elicit negative reactions and that people might try to pull you back into old behaviors because they want to kind of go back to that status quo. So I just want you to be aware of that during this kind of action phase of the process. And in the stages of change, once you move through this, you kind of move into a maintenance phase, which is, you know, that place of like real recovery. And what I want you to understand also in this phase is that relapse is common and part of the process. So don't feel and especially those of you perfectionists think that like you're going to go into this and everything's going to be done 100 percent. no you're going to have slip ups you're going to have codependent relapses you're going to have that kind of stuff happen and that's all part of the process so you're not going all the way back to square one by having some sort of codependent relapse you're really like probably use, utilizing that experience to grow even more if um, you can see it that way. So don't get discouraged with yourself and the struggles that you go through while you're doing this. It's gonna take time. There's gonna be ups and downs. There's gonna be a lot of discomfort and all of that is kind of a normal part of the process. But I will tell you that getting to the other side, there's a lot of really amazing feelings like freedom and peace and like so much less anxiety and and less depression and and all of that there's just so much so much lightness as you work through this stuff um and i can tell you that you know firsthand and so i hope that this is helpful for you guys and just kind of getting an overview of what the recovery process tends to look like and as always please reach out with any questions i really appreciate your questions they're so helpful in letting me know what you guys want to know about Um, As I said before, you guys can follow me on Instagram for more updates about what's going on. My Instagram is the codependent perfectionist. Um, Also, please feel free to email me if you want more info on the book release or um, the Oracle cards that are coming out. And as well as a virtual support group that um, I'm working on right now that I would love you guys to reach out and let me know what you'd like from it if you'd like to join um, and I plan to have some really awesome interactive stuff including um, you know a, a call for everybody where we can really like explore questions in real time and and really talk about stuff so please feel free to reach out to me my email is alana alana at acarvallotherapy.com, which is A-C-A-R-V is in Victor, A-L-H-O, therapy.com. And I'm really looking forward to continuing the conversation with all of you. Thank you so much.